Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to talk about the concept of constructive criticism. You know, what we as leaders do, whether we're parents, supervisors, managers, when we're trying to give people information on how they need to improve, we give them what we feel is constructive criticism. However, have you noticed that sometimes after giving this constructive criticism, very rarely do people say, whoa, wow, thank you for sharing, I feel so much better after hearing this constructive criticism. No, often people get uh, upset, they get defensive, they get argumentative, they tell us how they're wrong. Often it becomes more of a problem than what we are intending, which is to give them good information about what needs to change. In order to really look at why this is a problem, since we're meaning to be helpful, but it's coming across in ways that not, I think we want to kind of look a little bit deeper at the words, especially the word critic and critical. I did some looking up on this. I looked in the dictionary of synonyms for critical and it says, um, well, belittling and biting and condemning, cutting, cynical, demanding, demeaning, derogatory, disapproving, disparaging, fussy, hair splitting, humbling, lowering, nagging, nitpicking, reproachful, sarcastic, scalding, severe, sharp, trenchant, and withering. Hmm. Well, Okay, now we can understand if people see it that way, if they hear it that way, we can understand how they're not really hearing it as valuable. And for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know even more about this. You know we got this middle brain, the, the limbic system. Middle brain is always looking in the environment for signs of danger, thinking it needs to keep us worried about danger in order to survive. Unfortunately, it interprets anything negative as dangerous and throws us into the part of the brain, the brain stem, this lower brain, this reactive brain that's designed to deal with danger. When we are down there, we hear what is maybe being meant as constructive criticism as critical. So I think what we want to do is make sure, number one, that we're coming from this upper 80% of the brain, the neocortex, where we're engaging people in a way where we've chosen the qualities and characteristics we want to bring to the conversation, and we're engaging them in a way that they hear as valuable. In fact, I think the whole concept of constructive criticism needs to be challenged. It might be an oxymoron. There is a quote from Carl Jung I found that kind of speaks to this. It says, Criticism can only be effective when there is something that must be destroyed or dissolved. But it is capable only of harm when there is something to be built. And I think what we want to be clear about in, in this particular situation, we're trying to build their sense of self-esteem. We're trying to build their enthusiasm for taking what we have to say and improving their lives. What I think we now need to know is we can't do that by trying to tell them what's wrong with them. We've got to be willing to give them instead valuable feedback instead of constructive criticism. Now, I know, I know, I know. We think we're giving them valuable feedback, but they're not hearing it as valuable. So I think the question we got to ask ourselves is, okay, how do I frame this? How do I talk to them in a way where they will hear what I have to say as valuable? When I'm talking to people and I want them to really hear what I'm having to say, I always want to make sure I'm connecting with the best of them. What do they do well? Do they do anything well? Of course they do. What does that look like? Because that's them in this upper 80% of the brain. 
I want to engage the part of them that is open to valuable feedback because they can really see how the valuable feedback will help them succeed versus criticize what they're doing wrong. So it's much more a focus on their success in the future versus what they've done wrong in the past or what they need to change. That is the challenge. In order to do that, I think we have to ask ourselves the question, if I'm talking to this person again, how will they perceive it as valuable? We've got to be willing to put them, put us in their shoes, kind of see the world as they see it. We don't have to agree with it, but we've got to be able to understand it. There's a person by the name of... Uh, uh, Barbara Frisch, Barbara Frisch, she's a, uh, Patricia, anyway, is a person who is a dean of the Harvard Business School. Frances Free is her name. And she's done a uh, TED Talk on trust. And she says she, she looks at trust as like a three-legged stool. You got to have three things. Number one, you got to have good logic. You got to be making sense. I think as managers and parents and leaders, we, we make sense. So that's not a problem. But if people think we're not making sense, they really won't trust what we're saying. The next two things are really important, however. First one is empathy. People have to really understand that we see what's going on in their life, that we have some understanding of what's going on in their life, and that we want the best for them. The third thing is authenticity, that we're not trying to fake something. We're not trying to just tell them some sort of uh, thing we heard in some book somewhere. We're really wanting to help them get better in a way that is good for them. Not just good for us, not just good for the family or the organization, but really good for them. In other words, we want to make sure we're giving them valuable feedback, and we want to make sure that we define valuable as what they will hear as valuable. This is what I get to do. I get to go around the world teaching people how to engage what I call the re re receptive part of someone's brain. Have them Get them to shift from that resistant brain to the receptive brain so they truly hear and understand what we're wanting them to know. If you would like me to come and do this with your school, your church, your organization, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in each week, uh, and I will contact you and uh, we'll talk about this. Each week, if you want to be able to receive one of these videos, I post one of these on uh, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, iTunes, all this each week. If you want to follow me on one of those social medias, feel free. If you want to receive an email from me each week that has one of my favorite quotes along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote in our life, Again, go to the website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the subscribe button, put your name, email address in, it's free, and each week I'll send you one of these. So I hope this is valuable. As you're kind of giving feedback to people, ask yourself the question, how can I say what I say in a way that they will hear as valuable? Because you want it to be perceived as valuable feedback versus constructive criticism. Constructive criticism may be an oxymoron. So in the meantime, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.